Mad at the Dirt Media. Well, you used to really be scared here. Johnny. You're still afraid. Stop it now, I mean it. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Stop it. You're ignorant. They're coming for you, Barbara. Stop it. You're acting like a child. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. I didn't mean to startle you. That's all right. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? What an excellent day for an exorcism. Welcome to Color You Next Tuesday, the reality comedy podcast featuring us, Kristen, and Will. In our podcast, we talk about what our lives are like, what we really think, and we do it explicitly. So here's your vulgar language warning. We also must add that we will discuss adult topics and triggering topics. So seriously, listening discretion is always fucking advised. Although we would never intentionally be ugly about our topics, this is reality comedy people it's supposed to be silly that's what comedy fucking means but if you find our topics or the things we say offensive we just might not be the place for you and that's okay and don't let the earbud hit you and your twat on the way out the door that's right don't let the bud hit you where the good lord split you and take that judgmental stick right out of your fucking ass and let's shake the shit the fuck up. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. I'm gonna die out of here. Surprise! This is our Halloween special! <laughs> so happy Hallow's Eve or Halloween, or just happy day, depending on when you're listening to this shit show. This is the one day a year that I can be myself. And not feel guilty? Not at all. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it works. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows I'm a fucking scary bitch, but this day of the year, it's acceptable. This is my celebration of my religion because I'm a Halloweener. So I'm You excited. are a Halloweener, for sure. I'm down to clown. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Me too, motherfucker. In this special Halloween episode, we're gonna shake shit up by sharing our own personal stories of the Halloween date gone wrong and the toaster portal. We're gonna see who's down the clown, and probably a lot more because you cunt muffins know how we shake shit up. So welcome to the spooky episode of Color You Next Tuesday. I hope y'all are ready, because we're gonna spook the fuck out of you. <laughs> because it's October, duh, we're doing fun or fucked or fun and fucked facts about Halloween or October, and we've got a really good one for you today. I cannot wait. I feel like I sound like Moira when I talk that way. Oh, hello you. I'm filming television's Moira Rose. Won't you join me for a little stroll through the slice of paradise I like to call the town where I currently am? Sometimes I, I do. I cannot wait, David. Oh my God, David. The baby. Get the girls. I need my girls. <laughs> the baby. The babies. David, I need the babies. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Why? Because they're, it's over. You know, I think they're going to do a movie. I hope they do a movie. I really do. But, you know, Sex and City, okay. So we're clear. Yes. I'm not a fan of turning a a series into a movie. Sex and the City did the same thing where they turned their series into a movie. Number one was amazing. Number two was a fucking failure. When Charlotte. We don't don't agree, but. Shit herself. Okay, I like that. That was epic. I like that one part. (laughs) And I like the bushy pussy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I just, I don't. You're talking about the second movie that you didn't feel was great when Aiden. Oh, yeah, they're melting. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I didn't like the second one. It was a a different pace. It was boring as fuck. I thought that uh, the scene where fucking Samantha in the first. The condoms and they fell out. Hilarious. Right, but there was like a scene or two. It was, it was still... Yeah, it was so It, it went down a spiral. And I actually felt... You know how you get that loser feeling for people? Mm-hmm. That's how I felt watching that second movie. Yeah. I was like, I you're... Can, I can mm, see that. I don't like it. But the first one, epic. Yeah. So people in Hollywood, 
stop fucking suffocating your sequels. Anyway, so let's do that fun or fucked fact. I think that we should just go ahead and just get into it deep. Yeah. Balls not, deep. We're not doing the check-in. We're not doing the we're pissy not, fits nope. or nothing, nothing like that. Mm-mm. We're just, because this is the special for Halloween, we're just going to run into the shit balls deep. We got some tricks for you. Mm-hmm. Historians have linked Halloween to Samhain, the Celtic festival of summer's end celebrated in Ireland, hmm. Scotland, and the Isle of Man. So I gonna, guess well, I'm going to go with it because yeah. I know you do your research. Yeah. Were you drunk? No. Okay. According to Celtic mythology, the veil between the other world and our world thins during Samhain, making it easier for spirits and the souls of the dead to return. But what about the case of the children seeing things from the other side? Hmm. So what you got? Rachel Rogers was putting her four-year-old son, Thomas, to bed when he began talking about a man in his room. Rachel was a single mother. She and Thomas lived alone. And as far as she could see, they were the only two people present. But her son was insistent, pointing at the empty spot beside her. He's there, standing next to you. Look. Thomas had always been quite shy and reserved, and I thought this was an imaginary friend, says the mother, Rachel. I played it down and said the man was coming out of the room with me to have a cup of tea so that Thomas would go to sleep. I remember calling my mom and jokingly telling her, Thomas sees dead people. But it didn't end there. Thomas continued to talk about the man who sometimes visited and played with his toys, always describing him the same, even drawing pictures of him. This man had a mainly bald head and wore very thick rimmed glasses, says Rachel. Thomas wasn't scared of him and there was no sense of threat. He'd say that the man had been to visit and I'd say, oh, he did? That's nice. But a couple of years later, she and Thomas were at Rachel's father's house looking at old photos because Rachel was researching the family tree. Rachel's mother was showing her a picture she'd found of her paternal grandmother standing beside her second husband, someone Rachel had barely known and had no photos of at all. Thomas immediately became animated. Mom, that's the man, he cried. The man who used to come and play in my room. He matched Thomas's description perfectly, bald with thick-rimmed glasses. Then Thomas pointed at his wife, Rachel's grandmother, who had died when Rachel was four. And that lady came to our old apartment and stayed with you when you had the car crash, he added. Oh my God. When Thomas was 20 months old, we'd been in a very serious car crash and I could have died, says Rachel. Thomas told me that this lady, my dead grandmother, had looked after me He was absolutely certain. I was shocked. The hairs on my neck were on end. I have to be honest. I do believe he saw what he said and that he has a gift. It was too much of a coincidence that there's no other explanation. It is believed that some children can lead us to the other realm because they still have a foot in both our world and the spirit world. According to many spiritualists, they, like animals, are purer than adults with no cultural fillers. They haven't yet been told what to think or see. This is why so often they surprise us with their intuition, sensing when we're sad or worried or knowing that we're sick or even pregnant before we've announced it. It could also mean that when a child says they see someone in their room at night, they may in fact really see someone, but from the other side. That's I mean, when I get into my personal story, up. I... I <laughs> Was never a believer. I yeah. soon became one. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. So, yeah, that's a little fun or fucked fact. And I think it's a little bit of both because it's fucking fucked that your kid's like. It's funny hey. and factual. There's an old man standing in the corner. And, and you're like, not today, Satan. He's got on thick glasses. Mm, not today, Satan. When I see my. <laughs> listen, I've always said this, too. When I'm like a home alone with Chloe. Mm-hmm. It's scary, right? The kids are, yeah, because the kids are asleep. And anytime my dog just like pokes her chin up mm-hmm. and stares out the bedroom door, I'm like, what, 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 bitch, what, what the fuck do you see? And I wait, I just like, I, I read her cues, you know? And when I see her just go, eh. She almost has like a little chihuahua shrug. Mm-hmm. Mm, nothing. Puts her head down. I'm like, okay, cool. But when she literally focuses and doesn't move and I keep going, girl, 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 Chloe. And she doesn't turn her head. I actually shit myself just a tad. Um, I have a lot of stories about that kind of stuff. And uh, I will share those way later. Um, but yeah, shit, shit's real. It's yeah. real. It's I can't there. wait to get into, we talk it's about like your old there. house. Cause that shit uh, is fucky. Yeah. Our old house was fucked, fucked up. up.
And so the next night, the ghost returned to the haunted cabin. And he said to the campers, none of you really believe in me. So I'll have to prove my power. And the next morning, when the campers woke up, all of their old noses had grown back. So now let's go into personal stories. I'm here. Let's do it. I've been waiting to share this personal story for a really fucking long time. And because it's almost Halloween, this story took place during Halloween many, 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 many years ago. Do I know of this one? And No, you don't. Okay. And I can finally tell it. Um, I also got permission from my husband, which is totally weird, but you're going to enjoy this story, I'm sure. Okay, do it. <laughs> so many years ago, I was... Uh, starting to date this guy around fall. Of course, it took place on Halloween. Um, Things were going okay. They were a little strange here and there because he was obsessed with Martha Stewart and Oprah and was like super OCD about everything. But I didn't think too much of it because I was just like, well, maybe he's like a super fan or whatever. As we're, you know, dating one another, fall comes and he starts to decorate his apartment and he went like all out, but not like the way that I go all out. Like his Nobody was, goes the way you go all yeah, out. His it's was not... very ornate, I guess. Like super grandma. Mm, kind of oh like yeah. fancy sparkly, which I don't mind. But it was like a it's different... It's not your thing. Yeah. It's not your thing. So Halloween comes and he asked me to come over. He was going to make his family's famous stew. You know, where we're going to give out candy to the trick-or-treaters and watch some stupid, scary movies. But, like, his scary movies were... Were they tame? Like Like Hocus Pocus. Which I love Hocus Pocus. I know, but it wasn't, like, creepy night. No, not like like adult content scary Mm. movies, like Blood and Guts, which I generally enjoy. And I wasn't against watching those. It was just like, okay, we're adults. Like, let's... You're watching the PG-13 bullshit. Yeah, like, what the... That's not my thing. Like, come on, Martha Stewart. Like, what the fuck? Mm -mm. As he's preparing dinner, um, I get a phone call from one of my best friends, and I answer, because I'm in my early 20s and I'm like hey what's up you know we're just hanging out and such and such is cooking and we're about to you know get ready to give out um, candy to the kids and stuff because trick-or-treaters is going to start happening and such and such uh, grabs the phone from me and he's I'm like oh you want to talk to him here here this is my friend and so he gets on the phone with my friend and he goes hey This is so fucked up. He goes, oh, let me, let me say, let me say hi to him. I'm like, okay, sure. He fucking answers the phone and he goes, hey, Mark, um, this is such and such. Will can't talk on the phone right now because he's about to have dinner with me. So he's going to have to call you later. And then straight up hung up the phone, gave it back to me and was like, I'm going to need you to turn that off because we're about to have dinner together. And I'm like, uh... Okay, I'm not going to turn my phone off because, one, you don't control me. Mm-hmm. And I'm keeping this shit on. Like, what the fuck? All right? It gets worse. <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> it always does. So then my friend Mark texts me and <laughs> he goes, you need to run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. So I was like, no, girl, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine, girl. It's okay. He just, you know, he's wanting to spend time and he's cooking this Martha Stewart inspired fucking stew slash his family fucking values. (laughs) It's all good, girl. Like, we got this. So the night goes on and the trick-or-treaters started arriving and, you know, we're, you know, giving out candy here and there. Good times, yeah. But nothing too much because Mm -hmm. uh, it was an apartment complex. So as you know, like... You're not going to get all the stairs up. Yeah, Yeah. you don't get a lot of attention, you know. Well, that ends up ending. Like, we're done giving out candy to the trick-or-treaters. So now it's time to watch, like, these scary fucking not-so-scary Disney movies. So things end and, you know, we're... You know, we're done giving out trick-or-treaters or whatever, the candy to trick-or-treaters. And we start watching these movies where the, there was this dog across the street that would not stop barking. It started to make him really mad. And he went to the balcony and he's like screaming, like, shut the fuck up. Like, oh. stop barking. Oh and I'm like, this that's not going to make no. your 
that's not going to make the dog across the street stop barking. Mm-mm. Like, you're, he's just, he's provoked. He's spewing. Yeah. And it went on for a while, and he was getting, like, very aggressive and agitated, and he fucking snapped. And he went into his closet. Were you like, red flag? <laughs> it, uh, yeah, well, after I tell you what happens, okay. yeah, you're absolutely going to be like, red flags. Because I already have red flags. Yeah. So he goes into the closet. He pulls out a loaded pistol. Ah. Uh, he walks out and he's like, I'm going to go fucking shoot this dog in nope, the head. Nope. And I'm like, that sounds like a really terrible Bad idea. idea. Yeah. Like a h- huge, terrible idea. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not going to do that. Like, you can't. Like, you'll get in trouble. It's just a dog. It's Everything. Horrific. Everything's going to be fine. He fucking loses his absolute shit. He grabs this fake fucking Martha Stewart tree and throws it across the room because he said he could never get the lights to work on it. He starts acting crazy, throwing pots and pans across the kitchen, screaming. And I'm like, um... I'm going to go. I got to go. I'm going to go. Like, I I think I should leave. My mom called. I have to go. I grab my phone, I grab my keys, and I run out. So I jump in my car, and he opens the door. He comes, wait, opens what door? Your car door? Yeah, he comes (gasps) to the parking lot, he opens my door, and he's like, where are you going? And I said, I think you you need to have, like, an evening to kind of cool off and, and chill out, and, you know, it's not a big deal, like, I'm not upset or anything, and I'll just, I'll text you later, like, trying to kind of escape the situation. That sounds like, like an escape, get yeah. Get out of the crazy, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, listen, my friend's having a Halloween party tonight. She had invited me already, and I ditched it so I could, you know, come and hang out with you, but it's okay. But I'm going to do that. Yeah, but it's okay. Like, I'm, you know, you're having a bad night. I get it. Like, it's no big deal, but I'm going to go home and change, and then I'm going to go to her Halloween party. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. Um, You know, just text me later. I'm like, okay, great. I'm assuming you did not text later. <laughs> I hope no, not. honey, it gets worse. Oh god. It gets worse. So, I'm getting dressed. I'm at home and the whole way back to back phone calls from him. Mm. Back to back calls. And I'm like, I don't answer the phone while I'm driving. Like, I'm Mm-mm. so anti that. No, you that. never do that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to leave it alone. It it was vibrating the whole way home. And it was like a good hour's drive, right? Mm-mm. I get home, get inside, and I'm changing. I showered, changed, start putting on, like, my, you know, makeup and shit for my costume or whatever. There's a knock on the door. And I'm like, what? uh... What the fuck? I thought it was trick-or-treaters. Mm-hmm. But we had a sign-up that said, you know, please don't knock on the door because my roommate had an infant and mm-hmm. it would wake them up, you know? <laughs> this is so fucked up. It's so fucked up. The person kept ringing the doorbell. Mm. I opened the door and it was him. Shocker. He had driven and followed me home. Oh, my God. God. His battery to his cell phone died on the way. Okay. He did not know how to get back to his home. Uh, and we okay. had a 30-minute fucking conversation about me leaving, why he was so upset. It was just like red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Oh my God. So finally, I was like, I get it. Like, I know you're upset and you're worried and everything's fine. Like, when I tell you everything's fine, it's all good. Everything's going to be fine. I'm going to call you tomorrow and then I'll, you know, we'll make plans to see each other again. It's no big deal. But you're making this a mountain. I'm trying to talk him him off the the ledge. ledge. Ends up, he was like, okay, cool. Don't know how I'm going to get home. And I'm like, you'll be fine. Just follow the same roads that you did on your way as you were fucking stalking me. No big deal, right? (laughs) Um, I guess he made it home. Whatever. Never spoke to him again. Do you think? Like, set much time later, I ended up meeting my now husband, and we had, you know, moved to a different state together and all that, Like, and it was about two years later, I get a random text message one day from him, from this fucking lunatic, asking me how I was doing, and I replied, hi, I just got this number, sorry, you have the wrong person, and it worked like a fucking charm. There you go. <laughs> That's actually really brilliant. That's... <laughs> 
actually really fucking brilliant. It was so fucking... He, he, oh, my God. When he threw that goddamn artificial that's, tree across yeah, that's, the room, that's I was a, like, holy... He threw it into the drywall. That's a hard note. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, for me, I'm like, listen, this I'm crazy, but I'm not, like, psychotic. Yeah. Oh, he was. And I, I can smell psychotic. that shit like a fucking skunk on meth. It was insane. Mm-mm. He's, like, in the kitchen. No. That night, like, he's, Mm-mm. he's like, getting... I could see he was getting frustrated in the kitchen because he's, like, what, caramelizing the onions and they weren't doing right in the pan and he's, like, struggling. I don't know. It's not. That's... None of it... None... All the arrows pointed to run, like Mark said. Right. Run, motherfucker, run. Run, Forrest, run. So, here's the catcher is... There was a time during this evening where I had to go pee because I do that frequently. Yes, I'm old. you do. No, not because you're old, because you got the fucking bladder of a three year old. Right. So I do remember going into the bathroom and looking back. Um, <laughs> What'd you see? Well, I'm not a snooper. You opened the cabinet, didn't but, you? Yeah. You opened the cabinet. And there was What'd like you see? 30, Antipsychotic. <gasps> 32 prescription pill bottles. That, I didn't read them because I was so, like, oh, It doesn't matter. Shit. It doesn't matter. If you saw Walgreens and fucking yellow fucking bottles, like, you run, Forrest. I you know, run. I know. I'm like, bullet dodged. No, my. <laughs> bullet dodged. God. I could have became a statistic as that we, night. As we said on the previous episode, <laughs> we couldn't even find my aspirin. <laughs> I know. But yet, know. you've got a plethora of fucking psych- antipsychotics in front of you, and that wasn't a red flag? I have no idea what they were. I just saw them, and I was like... Oh, I would have been taking hmm, pictures and been like, I'm this looking this shit up. And that's the difference between you and I, because I'm 13 years older than you. I don't trust a fucking... I don't, I don't trust a fucking prayer. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. Okay. I'm just saying. It was fucked. I don't trust a preacher. I hope let he's alone doing a fucking well. prescription bottle. I hope he's I hope he's doing well. Okay. Well uh, it worked out for you because you didn't die. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you you dodged, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I'm very happy because yeah. then I wouldn't have met you, friend. You would have been a fucking carcass oh, in a fucking shit. freezer, but I'm yeah. glad I met you. I have never hit the blocked button so fast in my life. I was like block, 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 blah, 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 delete, delete, delete. <laughs> I swear to God, I hate people. There's just so many fucking randoms running around fucking... It's like the Wild West of fucking widgets. Fucking internet dating. What's a widget? What's a widget? It's like a cesspool. Why did I say widget? Widget. uh, What's a widget? It's like an app thing on your phone, which is in the new iOS update. I never update. But I know you don't. I know it bugs you to no end. I don't... You really should. And you should replace that fucking screen protector on your phone because it looks like it's been through a domestic violence relationship. It was. Times 10. It was. (laughs) And I can say that because I survived one. (laughs) Ditto. So what's your fucking personal story? So it's funny that you talked about what you touched upon earlier. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of a story about my oldest son, Maddox. When Maddox was five, Mm -hmm. he was an only child at the time. Quinn wasn't born yet. He was almost born. Not He was incubating. Right. And I came into the kitchen, and Maddox had toast in a toaster. How old was he? Five. Oh, fuck. He just decided to do this. Yeah. And I literally came around the corner at the exact moment that I needed to. I feel like there was an intervention of some sort. He was putting a butter knife into the fucking toaster (gasps) to get it. Yep. And I screamed, stop where you are right now. And he looked at me and he's like kind of shaken. And he's like, why are you mad at me? And I said, what are you doing? I'm getting my toast out. It's still plugged in. So I said, you can never, ever put a utensil like this into a toaster. And I explained it to him. So, I mean, my my nerves were shot. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I came in at that moment was amazing. Yeah. So I said, stop what you're doing. I unplugged it. And I showed him, I said, first of all, you, if you're hungry, you always come to mommy or daddy. Yeah. You, you never do this yourself. <laughs> but so he did. Weird, he was trying to, he... yeah, he was trying to be a big kid. He didn't want to disturb me yeah. is what it came down to. Nobody would. <laughs> no, it's true if story. If we're being honest. True story. <laughs> like, fuck that bitch. It's like a sleeping giant. I said to him, this is why. Mm-hmm. And I was honest. And I said, you, and he's like, why? What would happen? Will I die? That was his question. At five? Will I die? And I said, Yes. You absolutely would die if you did this. And he shrugged his shoulders, shit you not, and looks at me and goes, that's okay. Because I'll come back again. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And I said, honey, what do you mean? What do you mean you'll come back again? And he said, well, grandpa told me. The fuck? And I said, uh, and I'm thinking, what grandpa are you talking about? Right? Because Dwight's 
my husband's father had passed mm-hmm. a couple of years earlier. And my grandfather was passed, but my dad was alive. So I was like, um, who who told you that? And he said, Grandpa told me. Daddy's dad. Oh, uh, Maddox? Oh, shit. M- Dwight took Maddox home with him when he was 10 months old because Dwight's dad, unfortunately, was passing. And he got the call from the family, like, you need to come home. And he jumped on a plane and he said, I'm bringing Maddie with me. Mm-hmm. And I agreed with that. And they were in the hospital room with him um, on his last day. Mm-hmm. And that was it was a wonderful experience for the father. And Maddox said, Grandpa told me. And he said, Daddy's dad. Holy shit. And I said, um, no, no, baby. It couldn't be Daddy's dad because he's passed. I know, Mom, but I see him. Um, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. And he said... He comes to me. He said, and Jesus told me that I come back again and again. He's like, I'm, he said, this is, this is literally what Maddox said. I've been here before. This is not my first time on the planet. Uh, I know. And I was like, um, the absolute fuck. So I tell Dwight this story and Dwight's like brushing it off. Like, no way. No mm-hmm. way. No way. And I was like, Dwight, he like described your dad. Mm-hmm. He described your dad. He so described weird. him. Um, so I didn't give it too much power mm-hmm. because he's five and I'm not going to just get into this, this very intellectual, deep conversation with a five-year-old. So I just, I was freaked out, but I didn't really go into it. A couple of years later, I have this client who's a doctor, uh, amazing. And we become friends and she says, I'm going to a psychic. Yeah. A so psychic. she said, we're going to go to the, uh, this bookstore that I know about and they have psychics. Do you want to come? Sure. I'll go. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, it actually was a really good time. So it's a it's a really cool bookstore, and they have a lot of crystals and all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't my thing. But I'm open to anything. I'll try anything once. Yeah. See if it sticks. So we go, and the gentleman, the psychic medium slash medium, is interviewing her, and he's asking her questions, and he says the name Nicholas to her. Hmm. And he says, your son Nicholas is very in tune with the dead. And she said, uh, I don't. I don't have a son named Nicholas. And I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck. It's me. <laughs> because Maddox, is Nick, his middle name is Nicholas. Mm-hmm. I never told anybody that. Why mm-hmm. would you? You don't tell your friends what your middle, your kid's right. middle name is. He starts describing shit. And I'm thinking, holy fuck, this is... He's Legit. describing Mads. Yeah. So they finish their session and it's my turn. And I get into the chair in front of him and his leg starts bouncing. Like he's, it's going up and down and hopping. And he stops and he said, oh, my God, it's you. It's not her. I said, what are you talking about? And he said, this whole time, because you were in the room, I was actually transferring your energy over to her. But it's not her. It's you. It's Uh. your son. And I'm like, I don't know what you mean. And he said, what's your son's name? And I said, Maddox Nicholas. Mm. And she looks at me and she said, you never told me his middle name was Nicholas. And I said, which, why would I have to? Right. You don't, I don't know your kid's middle name. Yeah. She goes, oh my God. He said, does your son have ADHD? And I said, yes, he does. He said, that's why my knee is bouncing. <gasps> because he couldn't sit still in the chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I said, I gave him nothing. Like I gave him nothing because I'm so, yeah. I'm just so suspect of all this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at him. I say nothing. And he's looking me dead in the eye. And he said, your son speaks to the dead. And I said, what? Why would you say that? And like, he goes, how do you know that? <laughs> and he says, your son speaks to his grandparents. And I was like, holy fuck. How the fuck would you know that? Like, how would you know that? And he said, listen, I'm going to be very honest with you. He is very in tuned. And I would love to meet him. And can you please bring him back here? And like, I you? just, and I didn't because I. Talked to my husband about it. And I said, you're not going to believe this shit. And Dwight was like, you're gullible. And I was like, am I? Mm. You've known me for many years. Anything about me seemed gullible to you? And I said, Dwight, like he described your dad. And he described Maddox speaking to him. And he wants to meet him. And he was like, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't want to do it. I don't think we should do it. Why do people say that? Because I think, because it's kind of like how, remember I wanted to download that app? Mm -hmm. And you stopped me? Yeah, I told you not to. And I didn't. Because you can open up gateways that you. Don't That's how Dwight looked at close. it. That's how Dwight looked at mm-hmm. it. Was I don't want you bringing our five year old son into this realm, mm-hmm. and uh, you're opening up a world. And Dwight is not. He's pessimistic. He's not optimistic, right? So right. he was like, "Why are we gonna? Like, I don't. I just don't want it." Yeah. And I respected his decision, right? Like, he's my partner. 
Yeah. So I just said, okay. It never actually happened again. And I've never talked to Maddox about it. But it is kind of cool and creepy at the same time. I will say, I will note, (laughs) one of the things that Maddox said that day with the toaster, he said, Mommy, it doesn't matter because I've been here before and I will come back again and again. And I said, "Um, okay, what else do you feel? And he said, Jesus told me that I'm not, it's not the first time I've been in your belly. What the fuck? That's what he told me. Jesus. Jesus. And we're not a religious family. I'm spiritual. I'm just not religious. Right. But he said the words, Jesus told me. It's not my first time in your belly. That was really fucking weird. So I let it go. But anyways, that's the, that's it. Uh, Going forward, we've never had any kind of indication from him that he's, it's weird, right? Like the third eye. Like I think I've mentioned before in the past how Maddox's first word was the word sure. Yeah. From my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Again, it kind of goes back to... Some, Whom he never met. He never met him. No. No. He never did. He was born a couple years later after his death. But that was my grandfather's favorite word. And Maddox's first word was not, Mama, Dada. It was sure. And that was my grandfather's... <laughs> the word he used all the time yeah. was sure. And even my mom was like, what did he just say? Sure. Did he just say sure? And we both were like, we got chills. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Do you believe in supernatural? I do. I do think it. it mm, yeah. I so supernatural. Yes, to a degree. Yeah. I'm. Not, I wouldn't say that I'm like all in balls deep, and it's like it's not the tits. Right. But I think that I've had experiences that we can go into later on. But I've had experiences with my grandfather, kind of like more sense, uh, like a no sense. Yeah. Uh, smell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, smell. Where you can smell him. I can smell him. Mm-hmm. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know how to explain it. And random thoughts. Random thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but mine is smell. Mm-hmm. It's uh, more, I can be driving down the road and have my windows down and a certain, like a nostalgia. Some people call it nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. Right? So yeah. you would be like, uh, deja vu or nostalgia. And you're like, oh my God, this reminds me of. But sometimes I question even that and go, is it nostalgia or is it happening? Present time. It's happening. It's right. So, you know, it's kind of cool. Anyway, my kid at one point did speak to the dead. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. I left it alone. I don't either. I let the kids decide where they want to go with I it. I don't want to freak people out. No. So. No, it's fine. I'm totally not going to embark on that because people will freak out. No, it is what it is. Okay, so let's I'll, go. Let's move on. I'll save my shit for a later episode. Let's just move on. Okay. So now we're going to do Down to Clown. Down to Clown is where one of us tells the other a crazy news story and we ask ourselves, are we down to clown? This week is William's week. This is William with CYNT News, the news that makes your twat waffle. <laughs> you like my little hand gestures? Yeah. Waffle, 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 I waffle. Losing a loved one can be very tough, especially if that loved one is your sexual partner. Ooh. Dutch designer Mark Sturkenboom has created a memory box with a compartment for storing the ashes of a deceased partner. Called 21 Grams, the box is made from layers of wood, which are glued together and hand sanded to create the final shape, then coated with a pale gray matte finish. It opens using a gold-plated brass key that can be worn as a necklace and incorporates an amplifier for playing music from an iPhone and has speakers built into the base of the memory box. It also contains a scent diffuser and a small gold-plated urn that holds up to 21 grams of your loved one's ashes that have been placed inside an elegant blown glass dildo. Gives a new meaning to the term boombox. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> What it the does. yeah, it wh- does. Uh, wh- <laughs> Okay. 21 grams is a memory box that allows a widow to go back to the intimate memories of a lost beloved one, explained Sturkenboom. Holy fuck. After a passing, the missing of intimacy with that person is only one aspect of the pain and grief. This forms the base for 21 grams. The urn offers the possibility to conserve 21 grams of ashes of the deceased and displays an immoral desire. I don't... (laughs) 
by bringing different nostalgic moments together, like the scent of his perfume, their music, and re reviving the moment he gave her her first ring, it opens a window to go back to the moments of love and intimacy, he said. I thought you were going to say the moments of her first orgasm. Okay. <laughs> when unlocked, the front of the box forms two panels that fold out. One of these holds a built-in perfume container with a rubber diffuser attached. A drawer in the base of the box can be used for keepsakes like a handkerchief or a small scarf. The inside of the lid also features a round storage compartment for a ring which is hidden behind two hinge flaps that form the shape of a shield when closed. So you just described a pussy. Yeah, flaps. Okay. A good flapped pussy. A good flapper. <laughs> okay. I don't, oh. Beautifully placed, the elegant hollow glass dildo rests at the back of the main compartment. And the small golden urn is carefully pieced into the bottom of the dildo. Mm. and closed with a brass seal. Brass gives the enjoyable dildo the perfect touch. Music from the user's iPhone is amplified by the box, with the sound transmitted through speakers arranged in the shape of two forget-me-not flowers on the inside of the box. Okay. I tried to open a new window for the way we reminisce about someone and find a dialogue for these feelings people are struggling with when somebody passes, said Sturkenboom. Boom, boom, boom. We live in a time where we are able to manipulate life, adjust the way we look, where the possibilities are endless if it comes to body enhancements, but there is one thing we still cannot answer, the unavoidable passing of life. But I can sure try. The device was shown during Milan Design Week along other products by Sturkenboom. The reaction from the design community were both exciting and stiff. I was going to say hesitant, but <laughs> stiff is better. But ideas like this can develop and change the way we live life. If you really love them, why not keep them inside of you? Oh, God. Talk about spreading ashes. Mm -mm. Are you down to clown? Mm, I don't think so, sir. I don't <laughs> think so. I feel... Mm -mm. You wouldn't shove some ashes. Not hand-blown glass. I mean, you're asking for a fucking travesty. You're asking for just like a shard of shit. They're also. It's I important can't. to note that mm -mm. they're also customizable. I don't care. So if he didn't quite fit before, he sure as shit will after. Well, then how are you? How are you honoring them if you're going to try to make it bigger? That's not. I don't that, know. I can tell you this. It's interesting. So though. my husband and I have had this conversation, which he thinks is highly disturbing and I think it's you know sweet but I'm a sick fuck what swallowing pills of ashes no God. please don't say that I would never I don't swallow oh, anything making them into diamonds I swallow beer wine and food mm -hmm. I do not swallow people or spunk nope don't do that either we've already discussed that I don't do that Sorry, Sharon. We had to say it. Had to say it, but I don't do it. Never have, never will. Okay. My thing is, I have told my husband, like, should he pass on mm -hmm. before me? Uh, which is probably accurate because I'm probably gonna kill him. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna stuff him. Oh. I said I'm gonna stuff him. Yeah. I'm just okay. gonna find somebody who's like willing to take a buck. That's fucking like creepy. a sweet buck. A taxidermy husband. Yeah, a human trafficker of hey, taxidermy. It would what be else? good for Halloween. It would be good for the grandchildren. Yeah. I feel like when they come in and they say, and I was like, say hi to Papa. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. he's like one of those stiff bears in the side. Like He's here. <laughs> and Dwight's like, that's disgusting. And I was like, but we that's got how much Tiger Woods' cousin in, in the, the house. <laughs> and the motherfucker is stuffed. <laughs> I have said. Yeah. I can't do the ashes thing, and we're, 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 we're not the people that are about below ground. We don't do that. I may sprinkle, like, a nose or an ear yeah. in the ocean, but the rest of you I'm going to stuff. So let me ask you this, hmm. since we're on this. So when you do pass away, mm -hmm. what what is your, like, how do you want? I am all about burn me up. Yeah. Do what you want with my ashes and have a big old party. Mm -hmm. I've already actually have that. I have that in my will. Me too. It's a, we have a living will. My husband and I do have a living will. Yeah. My attorney is actually my client, mm -hmm. <laughs> and we joke about it all the time. But she, we, yes, we have a living will, and we also have how we want our services to go, and we both agreed on the same thing. Do you want a viewing or no? Yeah. No. That's Not of your hard. body. 
No, that's too hard for people. Yeah. I don't want the last, I don't want for my children to see that. No. Yeah. So it's like a burn me up, light me up, have a fucking party. I've already have the music that I want played. Throw and it's in just a fun. pack of cigarettes and a 12 pack of beer. Yeah. And, and you know what? <laughs> light some tampons on fire because I didn't have that no more. Period. Unite. <laughs> just, I want everybody to, just, and I seriously, I don't ever want everybody to go. She was like, when she walked into a room, she lit it up. Bitch, yeah. no, I fucking didn't. No, she fucking I set scared, it on fire. I set that shit on fire, and I scared the yeah. piss out of you. I don't I want that fake don't, shit. I, please don't be fake. Yeah. That's also in my living will. So it oh is very God. detailed about, call my brother. He right. can do all the like lawyer shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, you know, he can mix some fucking sativa. Yeah. Into my ashes, and everybody just have a good time. I do not smoke it up. Just smoke it up. <laughs> if you want to smoke me, I don't want to be. Care. I don't want to be buried. I don't want to. I do buried. not want to be buried in the ground. I think no. it's one. I think it's um, not respectful to Mother Earth. Yeah, that's just me. Her. You don't need. I just. I don't need a plot. I um. I like the ocean, and I think that my kids can decide between my kids and my husband. They can decide what they want to do with the ashes. Mm-hmm. But please don't mourn me. I uh You should be free of the fear. <laughs> have been um thinking about the idea of donating my body to science. Um please don't do that cuz I witnessed that. I don't know. I just, you know, that. No, I witnessed it's it. It's just a body. I went to my sister's chiropractic college. I don't know that you want to do that. Oh, well. I don't know I'll tell that you, uh, or I'll tell you off air about why. Cremation obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then I would love to have um, a tree buried, like, over my ashes or planted over my ashes. Do you want one of those Japanese blossoms? Like, you can tell me off air what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pick your tree. For me, I want everybody to do what they feel comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. I'm gone. Because the body is just a shell. The soul is what's important. So, I don't don't know. I just, I don't think about it too much I, I try not to because i mean let's be honest if we're all gonna die we, everybody dies yeah but everybody has a fear of like the unknown of what happens i actually don't anymore i do i, I do yeah i don't i'm just like when it's your time it's your time death doesn't scare me anymore I th- it heights do heights? heights do but death actually doesn't does that make sense to I you i think it's what scares me is tragedy is what scares me it's not so again, much departing the world it's, it's again the to me tragedy of it happening it, yeah i feel like i'm gonna die. i i uh, actually in my soul feel like i'm gonna die a violent death what the fuck i do that's a terrible way I, to put it i i i do i feel like i'm gonna die of old age i, I don't think i'm gonna die of old age at all why do you think that? That's just a feeling I have. That is fucking terrible. No, it's something I... We need I... to shun na 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 No, I'm okay with it. This it's fine. of yours. No. I'm not Shit. saying a violent death as in, like, murder. No, although, but like a, I probably have it coming. Like a car accident or some shit like yeah. that? No, yeah. fuck. We gotta, we gotta fucking... Listen, I'm fine with it. Uh-uh. We I'm, gotta fucking... The difference between you and me is... However, the shit out of your However, soul. my higher power decides it's gonna be... You should not be feeling be. like that, though. I don't give it too much thought, so we're clear. Yeah, but that is still it's an just ounce what of I energy think. Is no, I don't give it energy either. All it takes is a spark to start a fire. No, listen. So no, no, I don't give it energy and like in fear. Holy fuck, that's just what I think. I don't feel that way because I feel like I'm a I'm a powerful force. Mm, I yeah. gotta go out that you way. You have a high you have a high energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, my death is never going to be on a bed. <laughs> it's just not. Shit. I'm cool with it. I actually don't fear okay. death. I've told my husband this many times. I actually don't fear death anymore. I fear heights, but I don't fear death, which is I super do. weird. I do. Yeah. I don't. But we're different people. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Like when it's my time, it's my time. I mean, I just it's like it's like the. I unknowing. just hope. I just hope that it's not when my kids are young. Yeah. Uh, other than that, when they're I adults, I don't care. I don't really give it too much thought of anything other than that. I'm fine with it. Anyways, let's move on. Let's go to um, my little facts. Moving on from that fucking terrible conversation. It's not a terrible conversation. Um. It's not. It's I, I, You know, it's how you interpret it. But I, I'm actually not terrified by that. Kristen. It doesn't um, bother me. Stumbled upon a interesting article that she wanted to share. And I wouldn't even call it an article. It's just, it's literally. In the spirit of Halloween. It's horrifically creepy facts that you probably shouldn't read after 10 p.m. Yeah, okay. Okay. So <laughs> Check your clocks right now. <laughs> okay, so here's how this is going to work. It's just basically like 1 to 23, and they're just super quick facts. 
Yeah. Which some of them are horrifying and some of them are really fascinating. You've only read two of them to me. Yeah, I didn't want to, I, I wanted yeah. you to be surprised. Yeah. Okay. One. <laughs> Chainsaws were originally invented for childbirth. <laughs> sit on that fucking shit. Yeah. Just sit on that. <laughs> two. There is an island of dolls in Mexico City that have that has thousands of creepy dolls to honor a little girl who drowned in the 1950s. The island is said to be one of the most haunted places. Fuck that. Three. <laughs> this is one. This one's gonna make your fucking twat tickle. It's estimated that there are around 25 to 50 active serial killers in the U.S. Fuck. Four. One inmate who survived the first round of electrocution said death tasted like peanut butter. Ew. Five, you have a bunch... Okay, I know about this one. You have a bunch of microscopic parasites called Demodex on your eyelashes and the pores on your face. They come out at night to lay eggs and they eat the oils off your face. Well, then mine are fucking stagnant because I have... By 2 p.m., I'm an oily motherfucker and I have to use my blotting paper. So where the fuck are you, Demodex? Mm. Lazy fucks. (laughs) Six... Cotard's delusion is a rare psychiatric condition which causes the sufferer to wholeheartedly believe they are dead. They are putrefying or simply do not exist. Some Cotard's patients refuse to eat as they do not believe they need to, with one notable patient dying of of starvation. Another woman once asked to be taken to a morgue to be with other dead people. Seven, the last use of the guillotine in France. Ready for this? Yeah was the same year that the first Star Wars movie premiered in 1977. No way. That's when they... Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. Would you ever think? I was thinking oh the, my... the 1700s. Yeah. Certainly not 1977. Oh, my God. Eight. A rat king is a phenomenon created when a large group of rats become fused together by their tails via ice, dirt, hair, blood, or even feces. Encountered with this horrible phenomenon inspired some of of humanity's greatest myths. Nine, there's a rare genetic disease called fatal familial insomnia, where over the course of months, you literally cannot go or be put to sleep no matter what you take or what you do. These symptoms get progressively worse until your brain deteriorates and you die from exhaustion. Fuck. I've heard of that. See this picture right here? We're so going to post this. Yeah. Here's why. Screenshot the shit. I will. Or save it. During the Victorian era, it was not uncommon for family... Mm, not coming. Coming? What the fuck? Com- he it was not uncommon for families to take pictures with recently deceased relatives. This was done as one final moment with that person to honor them. Ew. I have a photo. Ew. And it is really creepy when you see it. Mm. 11. Dogs like squeaky toys because they sound like small animals being crushed. <laughs> <laughs> 12. Patients undergoing colonoscopies are most commonly put under conscious sedation, meaning the anesthetic doesn't actually numb pain or even send you unconscious. They just impair your ability to form memories. You are awake and aware of the pain you just don't remember. Mm -mm. Well, I have mine set up, so that's going to be a fuckery. Some people wake up during that. Well, yeah. 13. When anglerfish mate, the male literally deforms its body and fuses with the female. And they live together for the rest of their lives. Ugh, that sounds terrible. That's <laughs> terrible. Fourteen. Scaphism is the worst way of execution I've ever heard of. The word comes from Greek and stands for hollowed out. The victim is trapped between two boats, fed and covered with milk and honey, which then attracts all kinds of insects and vermin that fester and devour you over a couple of days. It's fucking horrific. Fifteen. Indian followers of Zoroastrianism don't bury or burn their dead. Instead, they leave the bodies in special towers exposed to the elements to be eaten by vultures. Vultures are the worst. (laughs) They're the worst. They're fascinating, but they're fucking worst. They throw up on you. Yeah. 16. Feeding a human body to pigs will cause them to eat almost everything. Pigs are fucking... Well, hogs. Hogs are really bad. Doesn't matter. I feel like I have some ideas. (laughs) 17. Ted Bundy, a serial killer, used to work for a suicide hotline. No shit. Yeah, sit and spin on that. Mm. 18. Postpartum psychosis can show up in a new mother virtually overnight. It can make them hallucinate or go into psychosis, making them think their baby is a demon or the Antichrist, for example. The fuck? Mm -hmm. There's so many examples of this. New mothers kill their own children because of postpartum psychosis more often than you might like to think. Mm, no, is that I'm aware. Shaken baby syndrome. No, postpartum depression is like, like so. Andrea Yates when she drowned her all of her kids <gasps> in the pool. Yeah, so that's postpartum psychosis. Nineteen. The island of Okinawa Shima 
in Japan has World War II ruins of a chemical weapons factory that created poison-like mustard gas in its attacks on China. Its secrecy was so vital to the Japanese government that they tried to wipe out its locations off the map. Creepy. What the fuck? Yeah. 20. Patchouli was used to cover up the smell of decaying flesh during the plague. No, I used that shit to cover up the fucking weed I was smoking <laughs> in my parents' basement, but whatevs. <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> 21. When CNN first signed on in 1980, they recorded a band playing a hymn that they were meant to play at the end of the world. It was hidden from the public for 35 years. Fuck. That's Told you scary. I don't like mainstream media. That's scary. 22. Only about 5% of the ocean has been mapped, and there are most likely creatures that we would think of as aliens living deep, deep down. D- bitch. We I fucking it. know that. Yeah, we find all the time. It all the time. Oh, yeah. They come out all the time. 20. Stuff. 23. And lastly, tarantulas can swim. What? I didn't know that. Swim? They can swim. The fuck? They can swim. Ugh. William, they can swim. They can swim. They can swim. I don't like them. I don't like them. What I don't they, like them on dry land. Now they can fucking they swim. Could fly. Oh my god. Well, I mean, give it time. Hmm. Go the way twenty twenty's been going. These motherfuckers might just develop wings. Fuck that shit so fuck that noise and guess what motherfuckers shit. happy halloween happy fucking halloween you're welcome thanks for shaking shit up with us and we hope you've enjoyed you're invited to visit our website at colorunexttuesday.com or send us an email to colorunexttuesday at gmail.com and remember we spell color c-o-l-o-u-r because we are fancy as Through the website, you can do all sorts of stuff, so check it out. If you've got a crazy personal story that you'd like for us to read, you can send us any... Wait, no, wait, wait, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) If you've got a crazy personal story you'd like us to read, you want to share with us a crazy news story for Down to Clown, or you have a suggestion for the show, email us at colorunexttuesday at gmail.com. We'd love to hear some of your hilarious stories or suggestions, and if you wish to remain anonymous, just say so. Are you following our social media? Well, why the hell not? We are socially influencing the fuck out of the fuckery on there. And don't forget, we share photos, videos, and extra content from our episodes and our lives. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Color You Next Tuesday. Twitter is Color You Next. You can help support Color You Next Tuesday by subscribing to our podcast, type out a review, and mention us to your like-minded friends. You can also help support our show by making a purchase through the store for some fun merch. But most importantly, tell people about us. And we want to say Happy Halloween. We are releasing hoodies on the merch store and we also have a special requested fucking graphic tea yeah or graphic hoodie. design yeah one of uh, we have a bunch of cunt muffins who have yeah. messaged us privately and, and said can stuff. you please yeah. do this one so go to the store as a surprise and you will see it as our feature item mm-hmm. and let us know what you think because I ordered two. Yeah, so. and it says I don't hate. I'm not a hateful person. I just <laughs> yeah. hate people. Yeah. <laughs> and that's true, especially in 2020. You can pick your color, you can pick your size and just, you know, wear the fuck out of that and have people go, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. It means I hate people, but not all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly what it means. And it also helps support our show, Color You Next Tuesday. So check it out. And remember, we're not mad at you. We're We're mad mad at at the dirt. dirt. Happy Halloween. Have a fantastic (laughs) weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a true alcoholic right there. Uh, We love you guys. Happy Halloween. Goodbye.